right this is emergency exit we talk about news politics corruption and everything in between i am los with me as always is andrew latin how you living buddy the weather's changing life is good down here in austin texas that's right this week on emergency exit To believe in the ball earth, you only need three things. A bag of GMO potato chips, a couch, and a TV. TV, 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 TV. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that we don't understand. And there's a lot of possibilities um, in, in, the re, in the physical reality that we live in. The amount of evidence that I have uh, for the flat earth versus the ball earth is uh, ridiculous. 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 We've been lied to about everything, 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 everything. It, it's a fantasy. I mean, it, it doesn't even make sense. Make sense about No plane has ever, ever, ever crossed Antarctica. Okay, there's stories about it, but no one has. No one has. No one has. No one has. Understanding that the true reality of where we live requires a careful analysis, critical thinking, no ego, and time. And time. This 3D reality that we're experiencing is not what we not, think it is. Not, not, not. If the Earth is a curved ball uh, at 24,000 miles around, how come the plane doesn't nose down a mile every two minutes, which it would have to, oh, otherwise it would fly into outer space. Outer space. Outer space. Outer space. There's no such thing as a light year. Light only travels a certain distance. Hold on. Everybody believes that you can't go faster than the speed of sound because uh, it'll create this sonic boom. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. And the guy looks at my shirt from about 15 feet away, points at me, and he goes, the earth is flat. And I looked at him, I go, you know it. He goes, no proof it's a spinning ball. Spinning ball. That's right. We're talking to David Weiss from Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. This is going to be part two of two-part series. We did one long-form sit-down with him, and we did it in two parts for you. And he's not here right now. He's going to be with me in spirit. And if you're listening, buddy, I'm sorry. And I love you, buddy. He'll be back next week with me to do another episode on Emergency Exit. So with that being said, let's just go straight to Andy. That's right. Um, you, I don't know if this was your video. I apologize if it wasn't. But um, someone's video said that they could see an island through like a telescope or binoculars, what have you. That was 125 miles away. Yep. And so I was kind of wondering, is it like illegal for a boat to be 125 miles away from Antarctica? Is there a reason why a boat can't go down there and take a photo of this ice wall and expose it to well, everybody? No, the ice wall, the ice wall isn't anything that needs to be exposed. There's tons of pictures of it. Um, and it's it's a wall um, there. I bet there's also ice shores in Antarctica. It's the ice mm -hmm. shore of Antarctica. Um, and it, it's the edge of the of the pond that we call Earth. Um, but you're, there's no independent exploration of Antarctica. There's lots of people that go to Antarctica, Antarctica. They make it uh -huh. very expensive. The airplanes, I believe don't have any windows Ooh. and you only go to us two points in Antarctica, depending on which base you go to. I mean, don't, don't you think it's kind of, uh, don't you think it's kind of expensive to go down there and explore that? Oh yeah. They make it very expensive. So, you know. 
they're discouraging people well, you have from to, going. Well, you have to think about, this is what we were talking about on a podcast a few days ago, and I was musing about this, and I could be completely wrong. But what I was thinking about was, like, imagine the guy that's from, because we're in Austin, Texas, so imagine the guy that's, like, the senator or whatever from small town Texas or the representative, and he's in Washington trying to get all the pork barrel to come back so he can build, like, a brand new Dairy Queen or whatever the heck he wants to build for his city. And then he has to explain to all his constituents when he's running for re-election that, like, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't build your new football stadium for the brand new school because I had to send all that money to Antarctic research. I just think that... Like people don't really in Washington, it seems like they're just they they don't have the ability to allocate the funds because they have to explain re-election. I don't know if I'm wrong on that, but it makes sense to me. I'm not. Following. You know that that it's a bunch of hogwash. Uh, what nothing's going on in Antarctica that's benefiting any of us. Yeah. Um. You know, if you go to Antarctica, you're gonna see that we are uh, basically enclosed in a pen. And well, once humans find out they're in a pen, they don't like it and they want to go on the other side. Because you think about this, Dave, when we went into the Iraq war, a lot of us were like, what the hell are we doing there? Why is this happening? And then about seven years later comes out, oh, well, we mysteriously found this trillion dollar vein of lithium that's in Iraq. So like, it seems like, yeah, they, they went into this war and they know all about why we had that lithium because every computer and phone runs on lithium now and they're mining it. But it seems like Antarctica, it seems like, you know, if there was stuff there that we could get and, and it was profitable, they would have been doing it by now because we did it in, in Iraq. Right. And there's supposedly a treaty that goes to 2040 that no one, no corporation, anybody can do anything in Antarctica and it can't even be discussed until 2040, which is a bunch of horseshit. Yeah. Okay. You know, there, there's, you know, the, the same time they discovered, um, you know, what's going on in Antarctica, they put up the, the, the fake wall over us, the Van Allen radiation belt, you know, that we can't go through, but we, we seem to, you know, why Nixon was president, we went to the moon half a dozen times successfully with technology, you know, fake technology, less than your iPhone. Um, it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, can we get back on NASA? Because it, it sure, amazes sure. me that two two guys like you that seem pretty smart believe in NASA. Did you see the first landing on on the moon? Who filmed that? It was from filmed from a third point of view. And when they left with a little firecracker, who filmed that? Okay, they, well, how there, did they go there, back and get him? There are answers to that, um, and we covered that in the uh, moon landing one. But basically, there was a remote. It was a remote camera that was actually lowered down by a string, not like a string, but it was uh, something that they would disengage and it would flip out so that he could... That was one of my questions. I was like, who's taking that? And NASA's got a perfect answer for that. I mean, there's... A, wait, wait, wait. So so it took off and once it went up into orbit or, or was moving away from the moon, it a string pulled the camera up and they reeled it in like a fishing line? Negative. No, that one... No, I'm talking about the when they when they first land. So when we see yeah. him coming down, that one is a... Rem, uh, is, uh, excuse me. I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. It it came out through the the lunar module, so he would he would disengage something and it would come down so that he can film himself coming down the stairs or the, the no, ladder. No, I'm talking rather. about when it was landing. It was filmed from a third point of view when the before it even landed. Well, are you sure that was the eleven? There, there's other there's other lunar. I'm missions not sure there. which which one it was, but there's there the 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 it's filmed like a movie. Well because it's also I mentioned insane. that because there's another video of the lunar module coming off of a uh, moon and you see that that camera panning up as well. I mean who's controlling that? And uh, so let's let's take it from another point of view because sure. you know films can and can uh, um trick you very easily. So so I have a P nine hundred super zoom camera, okay? And I can zoom in on the moon so it completely fills my camera lens, okay. okay? I can zoom in on it, and without changing the focus, I can zoom in on a mountain that's uh, not that far away. How is that possible? That you can how see can I that? Zoom, how can I zoom in on something 240,000 miles away and at the same zoom, zoom in on a mountain that's, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40 miles away. But we're looking straight up where there's nothing to obstruct your vision, like atmosphere too much. No, and... but I, I can still, it's not even that far. It's like, so there's a test I'm going to do where I'm going to take the, the, the distance of the moon and the width of the moon and keep dividing it in half until I get to the size of a 50 cent piece. 
okay? okay? And then I should be able to zoom in on that 50 cent piece with my camera um, at that distance. And I'm pretty sure there's no way I'm even going to be able to locate it. There's a crater on the moon that's supposedly uh, 40 miles wide. Right. And and if you uh, go out, you can you can do an experiment with Google Earth, uh, put a circle on the Earth that's 40,000 miles wide. And when you get up to about 400,000 feet, you can't see it. I got, I got to stop you there, man, because you say that every photo from NASA is a lie. So now all the photos from Google Earth are completely legitimate. No, no, no. I'm just saying you using their model, you can show that you can't see something 40 miles wide at 400 at four four hundred. At four hundred thousand feet, you uh, can't see yeah. it. I misunderstood let alone, you. My bad. Yeah, let alone two hundred and forty thousand miles. If you look at the perspective, it's impossible to see this with the naked eye. The moon and the sun are literally right above the clouds, and they're in a different position from every person's point of view. Now, when I was a kid, man, I went to this cool trip, and we went uh, drove west to uh, went to New Mexico, went to Arizona. And my dad took me to this observatory, and I got to see Saturn. I saw Saturn through a telescope. Me too. So tell me, like tell me ball. about yeah. Tell me about yeah. what is that? Why? What were we looking at? It's phony, I'm sure, but what exactly is so, it? You know. So it pretty much looked like a light bulb with a lit ring around it, right? Yeah, it was cool. As yeah. a, well, I was a kid, so obviously okay, I thought it was so cool. So how how big is Saturn? You don't know because no, the only ones that can tell you is NASA, um, and they're and they don't they. They're making it up here in the, well, I'll stick on Saturn for a second because I'm all, I'm going all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's it, fine. Saturn, Saturn to me looks spherical. It does. I, I, I think whatever it is, but it technically I think it's got spherical. more like uh, it's kind of more of a different shape. They say technically, maybe. right? Maybe, but it's Saturn. Um, everything we see in the sky is nothing more than a light. That's it. A light in the sky. You don't know how big it is or how far it is. And uh, and and the, the the point is we're seeing them in different positions from where we are. So if I'm looking at the sun um, in in New York and someone else is looking at the sun in Vermont, um, they're going to see the sun differently. And an example of that is is the actual source of the sun is much higher than our atmosphere, but we don't see that. We see it where it hits the atmosphere. So here, give you a, a quick little mind experiment. Okay. That tarp behind you is semi-transparent, right? If you, it, yeah. it, it, it's this thin. This fine hippie tapestry. So, <laughs> Mine. So, so, so imagine uh, you guys are laying on your backs. So if I hung that tarp uh, six inches in front of your faces, Okay, and, uh, and imagine you're lying in the back and you're looking up at the tarp. That tarp is the atmosphere. And then all the way across the room, straight out across the room, is a very bright light. Okay? Okay. That light is going to, if the room was dark, you would be looking at the tarp, you wouldn't be able to see it because it would be black. But you turn the light on, uh -huh. the entire tarp is going to light up just like the sky lights up. And if, um, uh, Carlos, if you're on one side, and, and I forgot your name in the blue shirt. Andy. Andy, sorry, Andy, <laughs> you're on good. one side of the you're on one side of the chart uh, of the tarp, and uh, and Carlos, you're on the other side. Right. Um, it's six inches in front of your nose. You're gonna see the bright light through the tarp, and so now you both have a sharpie in your hand. Draw an X on the tarp where you see the sharp where you with a sharpie right. where you see it, and you guys are writing X's in completely different yeah. places. Mm -hmm. It's but like the sun. Yeah is really in one place across the room, but you're seeing it in two. It's like Mulder when he stops the car on episode one, X-Files, and he takes out the paint and he makes the X on the ground because they lost time. Now, I know what you're saying. And <sighs> what I wanted to ask you about was um, a little bit about uh, about uh, astronomy. You know, how, how have people looked into this stuff for so many years uh, before NASA ever existed? And they've come up with a so, similar conclusion. So when we're born, we have mobiles put over our cribs with planets on them. Yeah. Sesame Street is all about the planets. Um, when you go to school in kindergarten, what is in front of every room? A globe. What is on every television show, every movie? A spinning globe. And we are told that this is it. And if you, and we're told that if you question it, 
you're a moron. You're an idiot. And you get ridiculed and people don't like that. So, you know, coming out with a new truth uh, when everyone believes the opposite is very difficult. And people get emotional because nobody likes having their ball taken away. I could not believe the whole that NASA was a hoax. I grew up with NASA, the moon landings, everything. It was fantastic. Complete and total garbage. I did a video of the moon transiting the Earth, um, just like NASA put out, and mine was way better. It took me a half an hour. That's because I was eating lunch while I was doing it with my left hand. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it, listen, it, it, you guys, have you gone to my YouTube channel, DITRH? Oh, and watched you better my believe it. NASA, dude. We've watched all of them. Have you gone to my NASA hoax playlist? Of course. Yeah, okay. we, we, we've listened and, to all the episodes. We've watched well, all the... you might have. Uh, I listened to a... F I binged it. I binged it like Netflix. <laughs> I was like deep inside the rabbit hole. I love that show. <laughs> Are you talking about the podcast or his actual... Yeah, but also his YouTube channel, of course, too. Okay. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm at, so the, I've a, been following conspiracy here. stuff for uh, 12 years, man. I've been listening coast to coast. I've been listening Here's, to Alex Jones. Coast to coast. Yeah, well, that that's baby food because you gotta you gotta break away. Well, from that. I know you're connected uh, with Jim Fetzer, and I I have to say I think that guy I don't agree with him. I do have to. I don't admit agree that. with him on a lot of things, but he's he's dead nuts on you know his his investigation into the Boston bombing, nine eleven. Well, he's not completely right on nine eleven. Yeah, um, and, and actually, if you want to come on and uh, talk about that another time, we would love to have that actually, uh, especially Sandy Hook. We would like to talk to you about that. Because yeah, we don't well, know enough about it. All, you can know? find all, yeah, all the I information mean, yeah. on, uh, on uh, deepinsidetherabbithole.com. Absolutely. It, it, here's the thing. Uh, one, the word conspiracy was made up by the CIA for the JFK assassination to, you know, to discredit it. So I'd rather call it looking at evidence and not just believing uh, empty lies. And, and it's not a fair fight because you can believe a lie. That's it. You're done. Sit on the couch. Drink a beer, eat some potato chips, and turn on the idiot tube, um, and you're done. But if you want to look into the truth, you have to you have to take the time, you have to think rationally, and you have to go up against the the idiots that believe the nonsense that we're told. Yeah, you know, and the only the only way that I'm ever going to know the truth, like I can listen to David Weiss talk about this stuff all day all day long. I love it, but the thing is, man, I I can't take your word for it either, and I want to go up there. And see it for myself, and I think that's you're not the only going way. up there. No one goes to space. There is no space. Once you get that through your head, if you look at the Saturn V footage of the rocket looking down at Earth, we took a balloon video and we we spliced it with a rocket on it with a burning little thing. It's the exact same footage. They're using balloon footage at best if they're not CGIing the whole thing. It's it's absolute ridiculousness. Well, they're able to show us. Um the ISS up there and give us long tours. No, they're, and I, and no, they're not. There, I've, there's I've one extended tour that you're talking yes. about. And there's, there's multiple breaks. Did you watch the movie gravity? They did more, for, you know, with that, that, that extended tour on the ISS. You're is right. Not. There's, you're right, David. There are little breaks, breaks but for the most part, the, the actual clips that before the breaks happen, they're, they're going on for a few minutes, a lot longer than parabolic flight was possible for, and, you know? So they're doing, they're doing all different techniques here. They have, well, they have I did uh, see wires, a... they have green screens, they have, uh, you know, CGI stuff going on. It's uh, amateurs are doing it just as good as they are here on earth. So it's garbage. So, but everybody that uh, that has a space agency is also in on this as well. I mean, wouldn't they want to bust us as much as and be the first ones to be on, uh, in space or on the moon or something like Russia, especially like we're working with them. So, and so Russia, China, all China. Of the space agencies, <laughs> they're all, they're all, the, the, none of these countries are enemies. They are all working together. There was the Cold War. It was a joke. There's no battles. Nothing ever happened. You know, it's a fake war. Wars are fake. Yeah. Okay? Well, I none of that's that, real. Well, ISIS is fake. Can you tell us a little bit about maps? Because I find that fascinating how these maps. maps? Yeah, like with the flat earth model, like they say, well. You know, you can't so, like just, if you look at the map, you're traveling the distance. It's the same as the map says. But then they also say the maps are inaccurate. And I'm kind of confused as to where it's there, there is no accurate map. The globe is not accurate. You know, if you look at flights from uh, Auckland to uh, Chile, um, they should be a short little, you know, uh, trip east um, or west, you know, um, at the at a, at a, at a maintain at a 
single latitude, yeah. but the planes fly all the way into the northern hemisphere and back down in a big V, which is a straight line if you look at it on a flat earth map. A flat earth map. The widely accepted map of the flat earth is the AE um, uh, map, the, uh, the azimuthal equidistant uh, map. Right. But there's some things wrong with it. We've discovered that Australia is not where it's supposed to be. Guam is not where it's supposed to be. And there are there. It, it, I think it's pretty darn accurate, um, but there's issues with it. But it's the best thing that we have. And uh, you know, if you've seen my flat Earth clock, I yes. watched the sun go around, and guess what? It's pretty accurate because uh, at certain times the sun is over the places that it's supposed to be over. So, um, which I find pretty interesting. Um, I have I have some thoughts on these projections, these maps rather, and. You know, yeah, our globe model might not be the perfect one to demonstrate, you know, flying or whatever, but because they're probably not scaled correctly, we do use several different ones. And uh, the AE map is one of those ones that make a lot of sense when you, uh, like that Tokyo, that Tokyo uh, air, airline that uh, had someone having a baby and they directed it to, oh, I heard to uh, what was it, to uh, Alaska. And when they could have right. just gone gone on to LA, you know, on a flat map, it looks like they're they're going right over um, Alaska there, but perhaps there was different, you know, there's different things that happened during that. Remember that story I talked about? Well, doesn't the wind have something to do with that? Yeah. They, they, I mean, the wind will make up a little time one way or the other, but, but, um, Max Egan, I don't know if you know who he is. Um, he's a a great researcher. He, um, you don't know who Max Egan is on my deep inside the rabbit hole on the movies page. There's a bunch of movies by Max. Those are the movies that woke up a lot of people that had no idea. So check it out. One of them is called Chimatica. Um, I think Chimatica is made by him. I might be getting that mixed up, but check out the movies page and uh, turn off the idiot box for a month and just dive into the website and you'll learn uh, stuff and have a whole new outlook on life. Um, when, when flying from Auckland, New Zealand to Santiago, um, he should have been flying, uh, um, getting my directions all mixed up, a North East, but he was flying southeast for the second half of the trip, and that makes perfect sense on a flat Earth map. It makes no sense on the ball Earth. So, why did the airline companies want to lose money by flying, you know, to where airline companies? No, these big airline companies—they're all run by the globalists. They're not—they're not, um, you know, no. You can't just get an airline, and the the only direct flight from New Zealand to um, to Santiago is done, it's only uh, once a day or once a week, I forget what it is, um, but it's on a special plane that has special paint, that has different engines, it flies at a higher altitude, and you know, my belief is that that plane goes a lot faster than they tell us, um, and the route isn't what we think it is because the Australia is not where they say it is. But wouldn't, wouldn't it... They're, they need to get a lot of people to go on these flights. That's probably why they only do them once a day because there's not a billion people trying to do a direct flight to, you know, Santiago or something, right? No, there's a, they're, they're always booked. People are looking for it, but they make it very expensive. Oh. The flight, by the way, there's only a couple pilots that, are, that fly those routes, and we either they're in on it or they're not in on it. They have no idea how fast the plane is going. But I've gotten several reports from people that did it that they said after reaching altitude, after, I don't know, hour into the flight, a couple hours into the flight, all of a sudden the plane started accelerating and they could feel that acceleration. Interesting. Hey, so so let, let's talk about plane flights and a spinning globe, okay? Yeah, I did have some so, things to talk to you about this, yeah. All right, so so listen, you guys like to interrupt, but I'm going to, I'm gonna. you guys are being pretty good. But we this, we this apologize story. if we've, interrupt yeah, it's yeah. just because we're so, thinking it's not because we're trying to be rude i apologize no no i get it i get it no i'm not worried you're not being rude so just follow me here so imagine you have a globe in front of you and it's spinning a thousand miles per hour you know the on, on the equator so you have a runway on the equator yes. okay you with me yes so you're flying uh from new york to california okay but the earth is spinning you know, California is actually coming towards you. Yeah, it's coming faster at you. It's coming faster to you. So how is it that you don't get to California in seconds? And it, the answer you're going to say is because you're already moving backwards at 1,000 miles per hour, right? Well, sure, It makes yeah. me think about jumping on a, uh, when you're on a escalator, or no, on an elevator. 
right. when you do the first jump, you can get higher, but when you're actually going down and you jump, it doesn't get higher. So, so let's do it. Let's do it the other way. Well, you're in California. The Earth is spinning to the east at a thousand mile uh, to the west at a thousand miles per hour. No, no, spinning to the east. Sorry, I got, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> the Earth is spinning to the east because if the sun is a point in the sky, it's coming. It's going west. All right. So it's going at a thousand miles per hour, and the plane before it leaves the runway, it's going a thousand miles per hour. It takes off towards New York. It accelerates 500 miles per hour. Okay. Okay. Speed of sound, right? they say, right? So, so the Earth is moving um, at a thousand miles per hour, but you're already going that thousand miles per hour. So your 500 miles an hour is literally 500 miles per hour, and you'll make it to New York, right? I guess. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But now imagine that plane is in uh, a northern uh, Alaska, and if you draw a circle, you know, if you hold a pencil on the globe and spin it. Um, it'll draw a circle not as fat as the circle on the equator, a much smaller sure, circle, about, right. about about half the distance. All right, so now you're only going 500 miles per hour, okay, okay in Alaska. So before you take off um, from Alaska, equal with uh, uh, with uh, you know the west coast of the United States there, um, so you're going 500 miles per hour. You head down towards the equator. And then you turn to the east, and you and you speed and you speed up to your 500 miles an hour flight speed. You're now going 500 miles an hour. You're from starting 500 miles per hour acceleration. You're going a thousand miles per hour, but unfortunately, the Earth is going a thousand miles per hour. So you're not gonna ever get there. Well, I feel that okay. um, the rotation of the Earth. It's real. It's not shouldn't be accounted for really because we're we're here. We don't feel it at all because we're constantly going at that speed. If it was to stop somehow, we would all feel that. But it's like being- yeah, yeah, of course. But but let's say you take off from the North Pole, you're okay. moving zero miles per hour. How do you gain that thousand miles per hour when you get to the equator? The Earth is spinning a thousand miles per hour below you. It's an esoteric concept. It's not a physical thing that can ever happen. You can't live on a ball. What's weirder? What's what's stranger? Sailing around a lake that has islands in the middle of it or bending that lake around a ball and you sail a 360 going upside down, up and down big, you know, hills and sides to get back to the top. Well, flat water is the answer. Well, you know, but in parabolic flight, you can, uh, at least from what I've seen, I've never experienced myself, but if you were to go in parabolic flight where you're experiencing a zero gravity and you were to bring out some water and let it go, I mean, it doesn't flatten out. It, it It's actually, it actually gathers up in mass and makes a somewhat of a spherical shape. Wouldn't that be more plausible in this where there's, you know, zero gravity out there and we're are literally water being held together by nothing, you know? So, so the gravity of the earth. Um, you know, they claim that different parts of the earth have different gravity. How come you never see tilted water? How come when you go over the center of the ocean, you know, um, how that, that it, there's not less gravity there? Um, how is it that gravity can hold hundreds of trillions of tons of water to it, but you're able to jump in the air? Okay. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's insane. And the problem is when you have a belief, you will make up anything to protect that belief and ridiculous stories and you know um that's after you got something to say andy well i did have a question one thing that was in my mind was we were talking about the moon hoax of course and we were talking about um how flat earth uh theorists um say that the international space station is completely a hoax and my my question to carlos and i guess i'll ask it to you as well i've already asked it uh to carlos was that if NASA was going to spend all this money to hoax something, why do they hoax a boring rock that doesn't do nothing and a boring building in the sky that doesn't do anything? Like it's, it's well, the, as what, far as I know, what do they do up there? Nothing. It's just it's just right. sitting there opening the earth. But they're not spending any money. They're not spending any money. I'm doing it with a zero budget. It's ridiculous. They're, it's all green screens, CGI. You know, they have their buoyancy pool thing where they do their spacewalks in there because we're always seeing bubbles in space. But here's a question for you. The greatest achievement of mankind, the assembling of the space station, getting all the modules up there and putting it together. Where's the video? Where's a single picture of the space station being built? A single picture, let alone video, of the greatest accomplishment of all time. There's none. There's only 
obvious CGI uh, pictures. I, I agree with what you're saying about the photos. And animations. I definitely agree with you about the photos, and that's why I find it so interesting. But at the same time, I think, why would you hoax a boring structure that just goes around the earth and doesn't do anything? It's just... So they can justify get... the $30 billion they make, you know? Yeah. Right. It's just, they're they're raping America. Well, why, why, just why couldn't they hoax but, something more interesting? Well, like they are because they, they like yeah exactly. They got you know satellites, Star Wars satellites. They got all this crap that they're doing. It's it, it's a bunch of garbage. But NASA was put there to make people believe in the ball. Um, <clears throat> many many ball earthers will say, well, what difference does it make? What is it, how does it affect my life? And the, the thing is, that's where you're missing out. Even people that completely realize how important it is, they don't realize how important it is. And it that, that's the way I everything. feel, Dave. I, I can't think of it one... It affects everything. I can't think of one person that benefits from flat earth being true and ball earth being fake. I can't think of one person that's actually benefiting from that theory. Well, uh, well... I can think of well, that's because you're not thinking. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's completely controlling the population. So here here's a little example. If you have a, uh, a lion and you have it in a small cage, it's going to be miserable, right? You put it in a, a safari park that's a uh, hundred yards around, you know, whatever. It's going to be miserable. But you put it in a huge, you know, hundred acre safari park. Um, it's going to be happy, and if it ever gets to the fence, it'll just change directions and go the other way, and he's pretty happy. But no matter how big the fence is on a human, humans, once we see the fence, we want to go on the other side. Oh, there There's no stopping us. Yeah. Okay? And, and so <clears throat> what they're hiding from us is more land, free energy, all sorts of things, and – um, and resources and that they are, are keeping from us. Um, essentially, they're raping the area that we live and taking that those resources and using them for themselves in other places. Well, it seems um, like we're so much happier now, though. It seems <clears throat> like they're taking all this like conspiracy to like destroy everybody. But like at the same time, over the past 50 years, we have now the introduction of computers and cell phones and TVs. Well, and, what if I told like, you that so you didn't happy. need any of that? What if I told you that you have telepathic powers, that you have the power of manifestation, that you can create everything that's in your life? As a matter of fact, you have created everything that's in your life. Right where you guys are right now, you guys created this with your own thoughts. It wouldn't that's have right. come together unless you thought of it. And what they do is they they eliminate that. They, they get us to completely not believe the powerful being that we are and the way they do that is they lie to us and they keep us in a in a state a low vibration state of fear right and they and they indoctrinate us and they poison us and they keep us sick and weak just enough to work for them like slaves you know i find that really fascinating and i'm sorry to interrupt carlos here i'm getting used to it by now um, but i find i find that so fascinating because uh it's like what you're saying is completely right you know yeah you're dumbing us down <clears throat> Okay, on perspective on a flat earth, we, we've been told by y'all that, I mean, this is what I know, I'm not being told by this, I just, this is what I've um, researched, but the sun sets um, and doesn't set, it's actually just moving away from us in such a way that it seems like it's setting, and, and to this thought to me, it goes into vanish points, I've never watched a sunset where the sun became just a little pin in the sky and disappeared as I would expect through a vanishing point. Now that's how okay. this works in the flat earth, right? So, so you know what? I really appreciate the way you asked the question because most ballers have come and say, here's proof and that's it and I'm not looking. At least you asked the question. Yeah, so so here's the deal. Um, <clears throat> again, it's not a fair fight. It's, it's one of them that you really have to see some examples. I'm going to explain it to you. But if you really want the answers on deep inside the rabbit hole.com under the flat earth tab, you go down to the no curvature uh, page and there's a bunch of videos there, including the Dr. Zach video that I told you. Uh -huh. But, but the, there's the, the reason that you can't see England from New York is because of air. Air has density. It has water molecules in it, it has pollution in it, it has all sorts of stuff. And the air comes in layers. And as the sun is moving away, um, it's it, the amount of air that you're seeing through it isn't increasing on a linear um, scale. It's increasing exponentially. Okay. Right? So so think about this. You got um 
you got a a, a, a fish tank, a, a tank of water in front of you that's uh, an inch deep, and we'll call that the atmosphere. And you got a a, a dowel, right? That's uh-huh. uh, two feet tall, and you stick it in uh, at 12 noon. Okay, so two inches of the dowels in the water, right? And it's it's going straight up. Move it to one o'clock. How much more of that dowels in the water? Very little, right? Right. Yeah. Move it to two o'clock. There's a little more, but not. It's not two. It's not you know double. Three o'clock. It's not even double. Four o'clock. It might be double. You know, might be four inches now. Five o'clock. It's going to be like twelve inches. You know, five thirty. You know, it, I mean, actually, I'm going to three o'clock. It, you know, three o'clock. It's in, it's in the water. But as you go over those last bits, it exponentially jumps. And that exponential jump creates an impenetrable wall, even with a telescope, uh, that you can't see through. And that's what the sun gets eclipsed by. But 99% of the people, um, or 99% of the time, um, there's clouds that will block your view. There's mountains, there's land features, there's water, there's waves. Anything that's above your pupils will block the sun if the atmosphere doesn't block it first. Well, sure, and uh, but I've also experienced and watched sunsets where um, it's it's completely oh. big and it's it's it doesn't <clears throat> shrink right. very much at all. So so that that's also as it goes farther away, um, it's also being magnified by the atmosphere. Sure, it's, sure. You're getting atmospheric lensing, but there are there, if you I have a video that's uh you know a lot of ball earthers freak out about. They think it's fake, but it's not. Um, and, there, and I, I actually put out a recent one, uh, my sunset video, where it shows the sun over the dry African plain um, go into the distance and shrink to a pinpoint and disappear, okay, before it eclipses over a landing. It happens, but you're, you, you're not going to see it because you're going to get eclipsed by the Rocky Mountains, right? And you can't even see the mountains. They become, they become sky. Here, imagine this. Imagine this. There, there's white puffy clouds in the sky. You have to imagine it because it's usually not the case because it's chemtrailed to shit. <laughs> um, and they're 20,000 feet above you, uh-huh. right? Just for a number, right? And there's a deck of clouds at 20,000 feet, okay? Now, as those clouds go into the distance, staying at 20,000 feet, when they're 20, 30 miles away, you no longer have to tilt your head up and look straight up. You're looking straight across the land. Now, imagine this. Those clouds, you can almost can't even distinguish distinguish them from the horizon. No. Try it yourself. You'll see. Now, draw a line from your eyeballs to those clouds. Blah, that blah, blah, line, blah, blah. from your point of view, is parallel with the ground. Right. Yes, absolutely. Okay. But now, now, now Andy is 30 miles away, and he's underneath that cloud. You have to wrench your neck and look up 30,000 feet to see that cloud. And then if you could see the line from that cloud to Carlos's eyes, it's going down at like a 45-degree angle. But Carlos sees it as parallel to the Earth. Right. Explain well, that. My favorite thing, I was telling Carlos this earlier, but he didn't see the fun in it as I did. But my favorite thing ever is all the photos where they show like, oh, look at the horizon. It's completely like a straight line. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's completely well, flat line. Because it's flat. Yeah. You know, a lot of ball earthers will say that the the uh, Red Bull jump shows the ball earth. Well, but right? it's a fish, fish eye, from what I understand. Yeah, but but so somebody took the um the that that ball earth and 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 mirrored it on top of the blue marble picture, made them the curve the same size. I saw and that picture that on land, your site. Yeah, that that landmass covers you know a third of the Earth. Impossible. It's called Planet Arizona. We have Polaris, brother, and I know you've you've tested it with your lead pipe in your backyard and everything. Um, right. So we we also know about uh, Sigma Octanus as well, which is the South Star, which it's supposed to be closer, but somehow it's dimmer. I think it's because maybe it's it's a planet that's actually reflecting light um, instead of a, an actual sun that's making the light. Um, where are you where are you getting this from? I mean, the the stars are are tiny lights in the sky they're just over the clouds they're not that high i don't think they're a hundred thousand feet in the air if they're not that high though how are we able to uh, you know track polaris and walk towards it if, if it's that oh, high yeah. it would be different just like you said if it's that so, low above so us just like you were talking about when we have the tarp over our face it's going to be in two different places but we can actually still uh, go walk towards it and, and go north right 
So, so Polaris, um, they say that the Earth is a ball because you can't see Polaris from the southern hemisphere, but that's false. It's been seen from as far as 30 degrees south, which is impossible because you'd be looking through the Earth. The reason that the northern stars disappear in the southern hemisphere is because imagine um, that you said sheet again with all those the, the, that tarp behind you. If you're laying on the floor and it's literally just you know, just inches above your face, right. you can't see the ones on the other side right. because it, it, they, they hit the vanishing point because they're close. But if you think that they're trillions of miles away, um, you know, then you should be able to see them from all over the flat earth, but they're so close that you lose them by the vanishing point. They're, their space is nothing like they tell us. It right. Is. I can, I can see what you're saying, but we're able to do the same Thing with Polaris as we're able to do with, uh, or excuse me, the South Star, the Sigma, where we're able to look down you, south and and get you've that. Never in. seen Sigma on Terrace. You won't really see it, but there's something that if it spins on our axis and there's a you know sort of a blank spot there, and you will no, see stars that go around it, just like in Polaris. You don't. There is no star trails that that go around Sigma on Terrace. There's a, an observatory that's in uh, somewhere down there, Chile, that claims they did it, but they actually filmed, uh, they filmed um, Polaris. And uh, it, it's been proven that they're not filming Sigma on Terrace. You know, it, it's just like, you know, we've seen the 24-hour sun from, uh, from the Arctic Circle, but there's only three fake videos of the 24-hour sun in Antarctica, but you would see the same thing if the Earth was a ball, but it's not. Hmm. It's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I, I, I personally, I thought that I was seeing South Star pictures. I mean, it's you see the South so, Southern Crux and it goes around in a circle. So here's here's a, here's the answer for you. Here's something to think about. Um, Polaris, we move. The Earth moves. Um, the Earth moves fifteen million miles a day. Okay, sixteen million miles a day. And all of the stars reset every year on the same day to the exact position they were before. Polaris never moves, even though we're 186,000 miles on the other side of the sun, and the sun and the and the sun is traveling at 15, 16 million miles a day. Um, it, you know, all of the stars are traveling with us. Makes absolutely no sense. How does a comet find its way back? Halley's comet find its way back to us after 76 years? How does it even know where we are? How does a spaceship that goes into space find its way back to Earth? Earth is taken off. It, it, it's keeping the relative motion of the Earth, you know, with it no matter where it goes. Makes no sense. Okay. Well, I have a question, man. What do you think about the Challenger, and why did NASA do that? Challenger, nobody was on it. Nobody died. The, all of those people that were on it are uh, all but one of them is still alive today. They're still using their same names. I think six of the seven people happen to have identical twins. twin oh, wow. twins here on Earth, and they're all working for universities, which are part of the lie system. Oh, I just got out of college, and I know they're completely full of crap. I agree with you 100% on that, Dave. <clears throat> I was man, they lie to you so, so much. So, uh, so the reason they did that is to is, is to um, get kids to believe. Oh man, we're not going to get into space that quick. It bought them time for their lie. And and boys, we are in the most trying times of my life right now this year. All right, the next couple of weeks are going to be insane. Holy, what's going on? Yeah. <clears throat> the whole election, Hillary oh, yeah, is, of course. Is, is sick or dead, and we are being lied to. Uh, you know, she has not been seen outside of a studio environment for three months. Yeah. That's never happened in a presidential wow. campaign. How did you vote, Dave? I'm not voting. If you, it doesn't matter how you vote. You can vote. You know what? I don't care who you're voting for because it doesn't matter. They're going to say Hillary won. Um, <clears throat> I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe they're going to, but. It, you know, and whether Donald's in on it or not, it doesn't matter. They're looking to have this country turned upside down, and and they're going to get it. If Hillary Clinton becomes president, um, she's going to go after everyone's guns, and that's going to be the end of it. God, you're so right. I agree with you a thousand percent on that. He's a Trump supporter, though, of course. So anything bad you say about <laughs> Hillary, he's all about it. Crooked Hill. You know what's amazing is Trump supporters see that there's no way Hillary can win, that Trump's going to crush the vote, and Hillary supporters believe that there's no way Trump can win, that she doesn't even need to campaign anymore because she's so far ahead. 
Right. Don't you think it's, it's like Brexit? It's like Brexit. It's all it's all manipulated. They don't want anyone knowing where the vote is. So whatever they say the vote is, everyone will believe it. All the sheep will believe it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I can't stand that. We love you, Dave, man. Would you come back and speak with us about Sandy Hook and some other things in the future? Never. Yeah. I, I don't think no, you'll ever man, do that. Lo- I love hearing <laughs> your, your opinion. And no, man, I... I want to get back to some just one more little thing I have to ask David Weiss here, and it's uh, eclipses, man. Um, how are we able to predict when these are happening? Um, and I'm sure it's going to be government or line, but do you have an answer in the flat earth model on how eclipses are even possible if they're on the same plane, uh, the sun and the moon, and how solar eclipses are even possible in that, if that's the case? Yeah, well, that, that's the hardest one, and I don't have the answer to it, but there yeah. are um, there are some answers that make the heliocentric model impossible. Sure. Um, uh, there's, there's been numerous lunar eclipses. That's where the, the Earth blocks the sunlight to the moon, uh, supposedly, uh, where you can see the moon and the Earth above the horizon during the eclipse, which eliminates the, the, the shadow of the Earth. But if you Google um, moon-Earth scale to scale, uh-huh. you'll see that the moon is an orange about the size of an orange and the, I mean, the earth is about the size of an orange and the moon is the size of a fucking marble, like 50 feet across the room. Right. How are you going to cast a shadow, you know, on that thing that even represents the shadow? And when, if you watch the way the shadow comes in, it comes in from the opposite direction. Okay. Um, I believe that there is an invisible, a non lit up body in the sky that we can't see. Um, And it's like, oh, an invisible body in the sky. (laughs) Well, guess what? Put enough atmosphere, uh, put enough of the, uh, you know, in between you and something and you can't see. You ever see, you know, series of mountains in the distance and each mountain range gets more, it looks more and more like the sky until it's just sky. It gets brighter and and brighter until nothing. Yeah. until, Until it just becomes sky. So these, these, these body, there's a body up there. Some people call it Rahu, um, huh. that that um, that eclipses that that plays a part in the eclipse. I don't know the answer. I don't know the mechanics of it. But the moon um, is not reflecting sunlight. You know how is it possible that the sun, 93 million million miles away, uh, sheds light on a dusty, dirty ball like NASA tells us, and that light bounces off and casts shadows on the earth on a dark full moon night. Bullshit. Wow. The moon yeah. is, is shedding its own light. It's a different light than the sun. But and it does seem to line up with the sun. I kind of think sometimes that the energy from the sun that we don't see, the in, you know, the sun that's sending the energy down that we're seeing manifest in the atmosphere is actually lighting the moon up like a Tesla coil would light up a bunch of, a bunch of, um, you know, fluorescent lights. Yeah, interesting, interesting theories there, man. I mean, I, I honestly don't know, and I'm always open to do my. I'm totally doing research on it, but yeah. I mean, as far as uh, as far as I can really tell, you know, NASA isn't really lying to me about. I don't think it's lying to you either, David Weiss. When it comes to the the NASA stuff, all that all that moon hoax stuff can totally be rebuttaled and debated uh, properly and um, debunked rather I wanted to say um, Just especially look at, look at what's going goes on in that uh, international fake station it's absolute <laughs> but I can I can well, I can get a YouTube, there, I can get a YouTube Here, stream on right now and watch watch the, no, you can't. the video the 24 hour stream it's a seven minute uh, um, loop fake stream that they loop, they just keep looping it. Jaron Campanella and I, Jaronism and I, uh-huh. did a live video stream where we were on the space station. We made it look just like it, and we were we were doing all sorts of stuff that NASA right? what could. I, do. Com- uh, I here, completely, here, I completely proof. agree that the space station is lackluster. I, yep. here's I agree. Proof. Here's 100%. proof that the space station is not up there, and there's no people on anything up there. The bath, the toilet. Watch the toilet video and think about it. You couldn't operate a toilet like that here on Earth. And then they're they're giving you a tour of the toilet and they're touching the inside of it. It would be a disgusting mess, right? I did see and, that, and, but they were they all had something that they can put over it and there was suction in there so it can it can work, you know, and suck it, it out. It would be filthy, disgusting. The place would smell. They, they wear the same clothes for a sure. month at a time. I get that. It's impossible. And we always see them with crisp new clothes. They don't smell 
smell. It's impossible. But impossible. We've, we've, we've all pissed in a bottle while we're driving, though, right? <laughs> yeah, how well does that work out? Well, I mean, we're talking about a little thing that my cock can barely fit in, but, I mean, <laughs> you this thing looks like a... <laughs> yeah, it fits right in. But we're talking about, you know, something that's at least three, it's maybe four inches in diameter there. Yeah. And You see the thing that they take a number two in? <laughs> it's crazy. Ridiculous. And think about it. You're in space eating that food. Someone's going to have a little uh, upset stomach sometime. That would destroy the oh, entire man. space. <laughs> Just diarrhea up well, on Dave, that thing. Well, Dave, I have to say this, man. You know, uh, you've done lots of research, and we really greatly appreciate the fact that you're willing to speak with us. And, you know, we disagree on the space station. That's fine. You know, we disagree on whatever, but we love hearing about it. You know, we love talking about it. We love this All whole show, is, you know. We we don't believe me. Don't believe me. Don't believe you guys, especially. Yeah. Just go check it out. <laughs> and all I, I've come. Dave, we're so fair. All. We were so fair. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. You guys are good. It's just you. To, you're totally not seeing it. You're not. You, you. You're believing, and believing is literally they're casting a spell on you with the lie in the middle of believing. But I was. Right? But I was all about flat Earth before this, though. I mean, yeah, what? no, flat, I, and again, don't believe me on the flat earth. There's a preponderance of evidence that the earth is flat and there's zero evidence that the earth is a spinning ball. But people just accept it because they've been brainwashed and stupefied. I think we get crazy that we talk about the, the yeah. ball spinning at a thousand miles an hour and that it has nothing to. I know that that's what it seems like from far away from the earth, but because we're stuck on this thing, we don't feel any of that, and we we use a lot of these. We're spinning at this. Why don't we feel that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just so, don't. So you you take off from the equator and you fly to the North Pole. How do you land? You're moving a thousand miles an hour. Well, we just how do you we, how do you land disagree. on a stationary spot? Well, you're yeah to, to somebody disagree, else yeah. to somebody else that's like looking at it uh, from beyond. It does look like a thousand miles an hour, but that la that plane's landing as fast as yeah. it's going. Um, it's not going any faster, that's slower. Uh, um, it's, landing, a, a uh, it's landing on a runway that's not going a thousand miles per hour. How is that possible? Dave, uh, you know, we uh, we it's just impossible. well, you know, you can circumnavigate the, the globe in a flat earth model as well. But you have this argument where why don't the planes have to keep dipping down? to keep from going into space. But my question is, if they're circumnavigating, are they having to turn to the right or to the left? According Absolutely. To uh, many captains and ships pilots, you know, the, the airplane pilots, they don't do it because it's all done Autopatic, by GPS. Yeah. It's all, but but there's ships captains that are heading due east, trying to head due east, and they have to constantly uh, correct uh, to the left, to the north. Or if they're going west, they have to constantly correct they keep correcting and uh and the ones that question it are told don't worry about it, it you know it's fine don't worry about it um and they have to constantly correct it because if you go in a true straight line you'll end up going south no matter what direction you're going in there is no due east or due west there's only magnetic east and magnetic west yeah, and those true. are circles north and south are straight lines but if you go north as soon as you cross the north pole you're going south if you go south, you'll go forever until you hit something. All right. I mean, you make you always make a great argument there. True. But what what would it take for you to believe in the sphere of the sphere Earth model? Any proof that we're spinning, flying through space, any of those motions, any evidence that that is actually happening. But if you look in the NASA's documents about how to engineer spaceflight, they say treat the Earth as a flat stationary plane in your calculations. Right. Okay. Okay. And air planes. All right. And one thing I, you know, we, we, you guys mm -hmm. mentioned aliens. I just want to straighten out. I want to get people using the proper term. Long, long time ago. Just ancient real quick. astronaut. Alien. Aliens and extraterrestrials are yes, different things. That's right. Okay. Aliens uh, are what you're talking about coming from space, or people say that they're multidimensional, they're demons, they're non physical. I'll go with all of that. Those are aliens. They're, they're mowing my lawn. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I believe that there are all sorts of uh, spirits of all, all kinds, but that's not what I'm talking about. Extraterrestrials are people that come from extra. extra territory right. extraterrestrial plane that's anything outside of the antarctic ice shore those are extraterrestrials and guess what you can get to, you know i believe that there's actual flights to that land on a daily weekly you know basis um that that they're people that the elite are going there and uh, and it's literally a 10 15 Ooh. 20 hour flight max 
It's cool, man. It's real cool. David, we, we just thank you so much for coming on with us. And you know what? It sounds like you're looking for a new podcast to jump on board with. And Emergency <laughs> Exit's got it going on. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, totally. Thanks, man. We're gonna we're gonna probably cut it out here. We're gonna, yeah, you know, we, of course, I, we're gonna d- agree to disagree on our things here without being too crazy. I mean, I'm still, I've always been about this puddles theory, yeah. and I mean, they won't let us go to Antarctica. There's a lot of things that I'm still can be about. I just, I just, I, I'm finding it hard to yeah. undoctrinate myself. I guess what I should say. My that. final opinion is, you know, Dave, you could be 100 percent correct. I, I have no way of knowing, man. I don't know. Well, see, that's that's the other thing. You do have a way of knowing. You have to take the time and look at the evidence. People say, you know, we'll never know if it's flat or if it's round. That's just people throwing up their hands because they cannot they cannot take the time and the effort to yeah, put it together. I agree well, guess with what? you. The, yeah, this year, the end of this year is going to have some revelations of what right. is going on with uh, with it. Unless uh, something happens where they pull the plug and all communication stops. <laughs> um, you know, I don't believe that the power elite will allow it to go yeah. mainstream. They don't want it to go mainstream. I don't know why Obama mentioned it six times this year, the the the, the flat earth. That's pretty um, amazing. I'd like to hear those clips. Yeah. We got, we're going to yeah, play well, those next week. Them. We'll find I have them on a video. There's a video where uh, the, where I put most of them together. Um, it's it's insane what's going on. Yeah. And and people people need to wake up and and disconnect from the power system. People, you know, that finally when they let go, um, they get angry and they say, you know, well, what can I do about it anyway? I'd rather just live my life. Baloney, you can live a better life as soon as you stop feeding the monster. And just by knowing there's a monster, mm-hmm. you stop feeding it. Okay. And and that's all it takes. People don't realize how powerful our thoughts are. He's the man. Yeah. Any last words, David? Uh, last word is don't believe anything. Go research it yourself. A lot of the information is on deep inside the rabbit hole. Yeah. Look wherever ever you want, but deep inside the rabbit hole.com. Um, and take some time. Don't get distracted when you go there and go, oh, my God, 9-11. Oh, my God, Boston. Oh, my God, the San Bernardino and, the, and, the, and the, the hoax uh, uh, Pulse Club shooting. You know, yeah. you guys probably never even heard of Cassidy Stay. You yeah, check out yeah. That Dave, you got a you got a you got an open platform on our show. So give us a call or text and you tell us what you want to talk about. You know, we're ready. We love it, man. Take it easy. Thanks, man. Well, there you have it. Our interview with David Weiss from Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. We were really excited. We didn't get everything we wanted to talk about out, but that's okay. If you guys have anything you guys like to add, like to ask us or just yell at us, drop us a line on Facebook. Search Emergency Exit podcast you can also find us on all your favorite podcast apps we're talking about itunes google play music we got tune and stitcher podcast attic and soundcloud there's got to be some more in there but if you're already listening you already know how to find us so it doesn't matter tell your friends to listen to us and remember you keep it cool when it's hot outside Otherwise, you'll be hot, too. That's right.